Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey everyone, don't forget to follow 7Lamb on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at 7Lamb Podcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents Tower Four, Season Two, Episode Four Gaslight. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It was morning. The storm was gone, and now, so was I. I had both my bags. I can't believe I really thought about staying. All this bullshit, and here I was sticking around for what? To help Jerry? The asshole wouldn't even answer my questions. This whole thing was pointless. I wanted to leave. Amber said that, and I believe it. Especially after my fight with that guy. I knew someone was in my place. I knew it. Things were different. Things were missing, but now, after remembering my fight, things were so much worse. Screw this job. Screw this place. As I walked along three posts, I thought back on that night. Bits and pieces coming back to me. I remembered people standing over me. I remember staring at the ground. I remember the lake and then... The bunker. What the hell was all that? Not my imagination, that's for damn sure. I had the scratches and bruises and pain to prove it. But it didn't matter now. I even left the radio behind so Amber wouldn't be able to talk me out of anything. I wasn't changing my mind. Okay, 
This trail was harder than I remembered. Although with my ankle acting up again, walking in general was harder. I walked over to a fallen tree and sat. I brought my foot up and rubbed it. Come on, just let me get to the ranger station. Hey, Gene, guess what? I quit. I heard movement in the woods. Again, I didn't have the bear spray, but hell, it was probably Jerry again. <sighs> Jerry, is that you? Nothing, of course. I was slow to get up, but I had to keep going. For the past 20 minutes, I kept hearing movement in the woods, but I wasn't even scared. I was annoyed. Damn it, Jerry, come out! I scanned the woods. Come out! I walked into the woods toward the noise. Jerry? Jerry, I swear to God, I... I stopped myself when I suddenly saw a man slide down an incline to my right. He wore a beige long sleeve shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Green cargo pants and a silver cross necklace. Oh, uh, hey there. Who are you? He slowly approached. His backpack was big and puffed out with a sleeping bag attached to the top of it resting on his neck. The name's Kyle. What are you doing here? I, uh, got turned around. Were you on the path? Yeah. What for? I was just passing through. You following me? What? No, man. No. I didn't trust him. I heard noises in the woods for a while, and not only that. You know this area's closed, right? Oh. Is it? Yeah. There are signs posted. Uh, not gonna lie to you. I, I've been lost for a while now. I heard some shouting, and that's why I came over here. Were you talking to someone? What trail were you on? Sorry? What trail did you get turned around on? Three posts? I motioned behind me. Hey, man. No offense, but who are you? I'm a fire lookout. No shit. Yeah, and this area of the woods is closed. <laughs> I didn't know they could close the woods. Well, they can. Oh. We stood in awkward silence. Something didn't seem right about this guy. So you were just walking around out there in the woods, huh? Yeah, it was rough. But you said there's a path over there? Yeah, three posts. You didn't say what path you were on. It was probably that one. I jumped off to find a suitable camping spot last night, and then when I woke up, I couldn't figure out exactly where I came from. I mean, I'm not very experienced with this stuff, you know? Luckily, you stumbled upon me. Definitely. Are you with someone? What? Who are you talking to? Is there someone else here? I didn't say anything as he looked around. He eventually turned his attention back to me when I didn't respond. Sorry, man. Just curious is all. I haven't seen anyone out here in a while. I run into you standing in the woods telling me I'm not allowed to be over here and... You're not. Okay. So then I'll just hop on the trail and head back. Yeah. 
What? Just a long hike back. This guy was fucking lying, I could feel it. Who are you really? What? Your shoes. What about them? They're not that dirty. <laughs> what? They're not that dirty, doesn't match the rest of your outfit. What's in your backpack? Clothes? Food? What the hell is going on here? You tell me. I have nothing to tell. No? I find it odd that I haven't seen anyone come through here in months, and then the moment I think about leaving, here you are. Man, I don't even know you. I don't even know what you are talking about. Show me what's in your backpack. I don't have to show you shit. You have a radio or something? No, I don't. And I think you know that. Seriously, man. I, I don't. I, I don't want any trouble. I slowly approached him, but he backed up. Where'd you come from? I told you. I was on the trail. Which one? Three posts. Before that? Bridger, I think. When? When what? When did you part from that trail? I don't remember. Everything looks the same over here. Where'd you park your car? Over by the highway. How long ago? What? How long ago? Like a day ago, man. You slept out here? Yeah. Where? The fuck is with the questions? I don't have to do this shit. You're fucking crazy. But as I questioned him, I was looking over his clothes and body. This man wasn't walking that long today. When did you start hiking? Today? Yeah? A few hours ago. Bullshit. For real, right when I woke up. I don't believe a word out of your mouth. And what about you? What? What about you? You say you weren't talking to anyone, yet I hear you shouting. And you said, Jerry! I heard that. You're with someone else. Where is he? Where's your friend? There's no one else out here. Yeah, there is. Who's Jerry? No one. And, and you don't even have a backpack. You mentioned my shoes. What about you? You're a fire lookout? Bullshit. I don't believe that. Who are you, really? You're crazy, man. I'm getting out of here. What was that? Relax. What the fuck was that noise? An electronic beep came from his backpack. I don't know what came over me, but I charged him. Hey! What's in your backpack? Show me! <clears throat> we fell to the ground and I grabbed the top part of his pack and yanked <clears throat> it open, pushing the sleeping bag aside. <clears throat> Get off me, you crazy fucking asshole! I reached in and yanked out handfuls of clothes and other random shit. Get off! I had the man pinned, but he still kicked wildly until he was able to flip over and pull away. There was a mound of clothes in front of me along with a poncho, first aid kit, and a watch. You fucking asshole! Kyle was now standing a few feet away from me, but I wasn't focused on him. Just the electronic outdoor watch with temperature and time reading displayed. It read 9 a.m. I looked over to Kyle, who was using a tree to hold himself up. You happy? You fucking happy? But I didn't say anything to him. I slowly scooted back away from his belongings. When he deemed it safe enough, he ran over and quickly grabbed everything and shoved it back into his bag. There's something wrong with you. There's something seriously wrong with you. <sighs> then he left. He found the trail and disappeared into the woods. Damn it, Mike. What the hell was that? You just attacked a man, and for what? What purpose did it serve? Even if he was lying, who cares? You're leaving. None of this matters, remember? <sighs> I sat in the woods for what had to be a good 30 minutes, thinking about what had happened, completely ashamed of my actions.
I eventually got up and was about to head to my bags when something caught my eye. On a tree not more than a few yards away. An eye carving. Overreacting again. Oh, am I? So that wasn't you passed out on the sidewalk? No, I. Uh, I was just resting. Stop being so angry with me. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed, Mel. Who are you? My fucking dad. You know, I have my mom watching Nate. Why? I don't want your mom around him. She talks shit about me. Well, what else was I supposed to do? You were supposed to be home hours ago. Why couldn't you just watch him? Or bring him? You could have brought him with you. I don't think that would have been wise. Why? You know why. I'm not going to keep doing this. Yeah, sure. Bring this shit up again. I was just having fun with friends. And then got shit-faced, vomited on a pool table, which I had to pay for, and then fucking conked out on the sidewalk. They almost called the police. So? So you can't afford that right now. They wouldn't have done it. They didn't do it. They called me instead, but I'm not your babysitter, Mel. Fine, Mike. If you want to leave, do it. You're controlling anyway, so go. I know you don't mean that, but I won't keep doing this. One more chance, Mel. I'm giving you one more chance. Just leave. You don't really love me. I know you don't, so do it! Just leave. Just leave. But I didn't leave. Not then. I gave her one more chance like I said I would. One more chance and didn't do any good. That's why I had to stop doing that stuff. Too often I worried about others, thinking I could help or fix a person, but that wasn't my job. It's like Sarah used to say, I was a people pleaser. I tried to make everyone happy and in return it made me unhappy. I took my time walking now, mainly because of my ankle, but also because I didn't want to run into that guy again. I wanted to give him plenty of time to create some distance between us. Why the hell did I do that? Damn it, Mike. <sighs> Nothing like some assault to cap off my emotionally and physically draining stay in the Tower of Terror. But I needed to stop dwelling on the past right now. I was about to get back to my truck and leave these godforsaken woods. Whatever the outcome might be for that confrontation, I'd have to deal with it later. What the... What the hell is that? Is that a... Radio? found myself in a small clearing of nothing but small berry bushes and a cracked stump. But on the stump was a radio. I think he may leave the tower. You think he's gonna quit? Yeah. 
Why do you say that? I've talked to him. He decided against it. What the hell was going on here? Yes, well, I tried talking to him again. Gene, why do you think this? He talked to me again. He did? Yeah, and while he didn't directly say he was going to leave, I just got a feeling, you know? Gene knew I was leaving? I was so confused, I never talked to him. How did he talk to you? Did he go to Overarch? I don't know. Well, shit. I don't know what you want me to do. Just do what you did before. But what if this is another Jerry situation? You really think I should try to stop him from leaving? This isn't Jerry. If it was, I'd say leave it alone. And honestly, we may eventually just let him go. But for now, I think it's best if you just talk to him. <sighs> if you say so, I'll reach out. I started looking around expecting to see Jerry or that guy Kyle or... Shit, anybody. Why the hell would this radio just be sitting here? Thanks, Amber. Oh, and one thing. What? Don't, uh, mention this little chat here. I never do, Gene. I know. The only problem is that if he's at Overarch, I won't be able to contact him. I don't think he's at Overarch. I think he may be on three posts. How the hell did Gene know that? Oh. Yeah? You think? I believe so. Head him back? Maybe. I don't know. I can't believe you wouldn't tell me that. Just see. I could be wrong. I hope I am. Okay, I'll chat with him and let you know what he says. Thanks. I picked up the radio, inspecting it. Was this my radio? I couldn't tell. Once again, I surveyed the woods. Was this all a joke? Was I on some hidden camera show? None of this made sense. I switched it over to channel one. Copy? You there? She was trying to contact me. Mike! I wasn't sure if I should answer. Don't ignore me. My finger hovered over the button. Mike, I got a question for you. Fuck it. Yeah, copy. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah, what are you up to? My mind raced. What should I say? Mike? Oh, sorry. Uh, nothing. Just, just working on my book. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm doing some more outlining. Had to, uh, scrap most of chapter five and six. Sorry I didn't reach out for help, but I think I'm onto something here. I just woke up with a good idea and good direction. It'll help flesh out Jason's backstory a bit. Oh, okay. What do you need? Need? I didn't need anything. Just wanted to chat. And I wanted to see if you wanted to chat. I was bored is all. No exercising today? Not yet. Oh, well. Yeah, I think I'm going to get back to writing. Okay. Sorry to bother you. No bother. I'll reach out if I hit that dreaded writer's block. Okay, Mikey. I quickly changed the channel back to two. And waited. Gene, you copy? Go ahead. I talked to him. And? And I don't think he's leaving. What do you mean? I asked him what he was up to, and he's working on his book. <sighs> what? No, no, Amber, I'm telling you. Well, I don't know what you want me to do, Gene. He said he was writing. You want me to call him a liar? How did he sound? How did he sound? I don't know. Hesitantly personable? Is that a good description? He seemed to be excited to be writing again. Did it seem odd? I don't know. I guess. But I think it's better than how he was a week ago. You need to talk to him some more. And annoy him? <sighs> okay, never mind. Just let me know if he contacts you. Are you okay, Gene? 
Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, I'll try them again soon. Thanks, Amber. I stood there staring at the radio in my hand, wondering what that conversation was all about. Gene said he talked to me, and he wanted Amber to talk to me. Turns out my overreaction with the strange man in the woods may not have been an overreaction after all. Like when I was dating Mel, how she'd always made me feel like I was the nutcase, gaslighting me so I'd feel like it was an internal struggle that I was dealing with. But no, like with Mel, I was being lied to and manipulated. I put the radio down on the stump and made my way back to my bags. But when I went to grab my stuff, I noticed, scrawled in the dirt, don't leave. Please don't leave. I'm sorry. Really. I promise I'll change. Things will be different. Don't leave me and Nate. He loves you. I love you. We're family. Please, baby. I'm sorry, please. <laughs> Don't leave. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking about Mel again. Her bullshit way of getting me to stay. And it worked. It worked again and again until that night it just clicked. Like last night, here. I knew it was time to get out. Except here I was, staring at two words in the dirt and actually having second thoughts. Why? Did my desire for answers trump my sanity? They're lying to you, Mike. You know that much. How did Gene know I was leaving? And why wouldn't Jerry talk to me? Because they know where you are. I thought about my recent visit to Site 5, how Amber kept telling me to head back. Did she know I was there? Did Gene... I looked around, half expecting to see some tiny drone hovering through the branches. But no, I would have heard it. Then how? I didn't have the radio on me. I remember Jerry not trusting the radio, and here it was on the stump. But it wasn't on me. Hmm. I searched my backpack, looking for my pocket knife. They took you. My desire for answers was definitely winning. I found the knife. I pulled off my shirt and tossed it to the ground. Stood there on the trail, shirtless, inspecting my body. My shoulder, the bruise which was all but faded. Maybe you're going insane, Mike, but let's make sure. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I stuck the knife into the center of the bruise, digging deeper and deeper. I pushed the skin with the tip, feeling around, but nothing. I yanked the knife out and used my fingers to pinch the wound, expecting something, anything. But it was nothing but blood. Warm red liquid slid down my arm and chest. No. There's no way. I'm not crazy. I'm not. I felt around the rest of my body, everywhere where there was a bruise after my drunken night, pressing the skin, trying to remember. Come on, Mike. Come on. 
I looked over my chest, my legs, my arms, and stomach. How did they know? How did they... I felt it. There was something. Something very small right below the crease in my arm. It felt almost like a pimple that was ready to break through, but it wasn't. I know it wasn't. It sat right next to a large vein. This was it. I grabbed a stick off the ground and bit it. Okay. I took the knife and pushed it into the skin. Blood poured out as I went deeper. Come on! I turned the knife, making the gash bigger, trying to dig under whatever was there. I tilted up. More blood gushed and ran down my arm, but I didn't care. I wanted what was in there. And eventually, this small metal disc, half the size of a sunflower seed, rose to the top. It would look like a flat BB. I quickly pinched it and pulled it out. Oh my god! I spit the stick out. I wiped the small object against my pants, clearing the blood, but careful not to drop it. Then, squinting, I inspected the thing. It was metallic and smooth. There you go, Mike. I knew I wasn't going crazy. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Tower 4 Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Jack Austin as Mike Gina Coyle as Amber Brian Messick as Gene Co-starring Corey Pettit and Nick Keeney Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com And Brett Wilkins at Facebook.com slash WilkinsMusicFL if you enjoy Tower 4, visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this one. Also, don't forget to follow 7lamb on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 7lamb Podcasts. This has been a 7lamb production. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures <laughs> Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust <laughs> The only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing <laughs> Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update.
I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.